Welcome back and thank you for joining me on this Stained Glass Spirituality Fun Fest. Wishing you all peace, love, and happiness. The world is changing. Why don't you? Oh, come on. I never said that. You're overreacting. Get over it. You're being crazy. You are delusional. You're just being overly sensitive. I don't know why you're, you're making such a big deal out of nothing. The term gaslighting actually comes from a 1938 play, Gaslight, which was turned into a more widely known movie in 1944, where a husband manipulates his wife to make her think she's actually losing her sense of reality so he can commit her to a mental institution and steal her inheritance. Psychologists use the term gaslighting to refer to a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone else or a group of people to question their own reality, memory, or perceptions. And it's always a serious problem, according to psychologists, and it's always dangerous. It may start out with seemingly small offenses, but the problem is that even more or less insignificant instances of you questioning your own judgment or reality thanks to the deliberate intent of someone else can really snowball. You can end up in a cycle of not being able to negotiate your own daily life in a way you are in a way you are clear-minded and you can focus and make sound decisions or have a sense of well-being. There usually tends to be a power dynamic when gaslighting happens. The manipulator holds enough power that the target of the gaslighting is terrified to change up the relationship or step out of the gaslighting dynamic because of the threat of losing that relationship or the threat of being seen as less than of a person that and that's just quite a threat gaslighting happens in personal relationships think of an abusive spouse or in rarer cases a parent in professional relationships, a manipulative boss or a coworker preying on a subordinate, and even by public figures. There are several examples of gaslighting being done by former President Trump and his administration minions. No matter whether it's happening in a relationship or between a leader and her, their constituency or elsewhere, it's important to be aware of the red flags that you or someone you know might be a victim. And the first, it's the first step of getting out of an abusive situation. If it's happening by someone you love and care about, like a spouse or a parent, you're going to want to believe the other person and the gaslighter just may use that against you. Many people, many people in the case that targets of gaslighting, they change their perceptions in order to avoid having a conflict and will take the abuse. But the gaslighter doesn't necessarily need to even be acting with malicious intent, nor do they even possibly realize that they're gaslighting another person. Maybe that was how they were raised. Be wary of gaslighting if you start to question yourself a lot. Recognizing that you are someone you care about might be in a gaslight tango from hell is not always as straightforward as it may seem because it, it can start in very subtle ways. And it often involves two people or groups of people who would otherwise seem to care about one another very much. 
Maybe you're upset because you think your boyfriend is always flirting with other girls. What you don't see is that the other girls might be flirting with him and he's just being polite. But your worldview doesn't allow you to question that maybe you're getting the situation wrong. You make him think that you know way more about relationships and that there's something wrong with him. And you see the error in his ways. Maybe at first you don't believe it, but over time, you may come to think that maybe they're right. A subtler example may be a mother that's always disapproving of her daughter's decisions to the extent that the daughter questions decisions she suspects her mother would never agree with. The mother may or may not consciously want that. She may not want to control her daughter's every decision, but being overly critical, that's her doing so. Gaslighting can be in high school when a popular kid doesn't save a seat for another student and when she's questioned, oh my God, why are you being so sensitive? It's not that big of a deal. According to National Domestic Violence Hotline's fact sheet, the techniques a gaslighter might use to manipulate someone can be withholding, whether it be information or that they just refuse to listen and say that you just don't understand them. Trivializing, making the victim's needs just completely unimportant to them, forgetting and denying when they just pretend to forget that actual events that happened or deny that they did something or deny that they previously agreed to do something. They'll counter, they'll dilute the truth or a memory of an event. They'll block, ghost, divert. A gaslighter will sometimes start with something that is true that you might be particularly sensitive about. A coworker could convince you that you're not pulling your weight at work because you complain about menopause making you feel yucky. Well, you may be feeling lousy about menopause and you may have mentioned it once, but it doesn't necessarily mean that your performance at work has changed because of it. If, if you're constantly second guessing yourself or you're ruminating about a perceived character flaw, like are you being too sensitive or are you really not a good enough person? You always feel confused about what's happening in your relationship and you find yourself thinking, I had this great partner, but I have no idea what the heck's ever going on. I thought I had this great partner, but I feel like I'm losing my mind when we're together. In a confrontation with a person that might be gaslighting you, you feel like you suddenly find yourself in an argument that you never intended to have. And you're never making progress or you're always saying the same thing over and over and over, never to be heard. You feel fuzzy or unclear about your thoughts, feelings, or beliefs. And you're always apologizing for crap you didn't do. If you're frequently making excuses for your partner's awful behavior, or you can't understand why you're just not happy in your situation, you know something is wrong and you just can't put your finger on it, sit back, stop, identify the problem. Recognizing the problem is the first step. And sometimes writing down specifics from a conversation that you can look back to later can really help when you're out of the heat of the moment. This can really be helpful in sorting out the truth from delusional distortion.
give yourself permission to feel what you feel. Part of the problem with gaslighting is that it results in the victim questioning their own thoughts, values, perceptions, or feelings. And your feelings are valid. Acknowledge that what you feel is what you feel so that you can take whatever action you need to take to feel better for you. Give yourself permission to make a sacrifice. Part of what makes it tough for a victim to leave a gaslight tango from hell situation is that the abuser is someone they really love and care about, they look up to, or they have a relationship with. You may have a lot of wonderful things that you had in your relationship, but it's not worth it if it's undermining your reality. Start to regain your sense of self that you've lost and cut that person off. Kick the a-hole out. Clearly, if it's a power struggle, say no. Don't bother engaging in any more arguments. It's not worth your time. And talk to a friend, a family member, or a therapist. Especially if your abuser is saying that your thinking is off. Have compassion for you. Having compassion for yourself is super important. You are important. You are responsible for you. You need to be honest with yourself. Maybe tomorrow your partner will be great again, but today focus on what you are feeling in the moment and take care of you. I love you. You love you. You are so amazing. Thank you. Thank you, universe, gods, spirits, angels, guides. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference between right and wrong, as well as love and hate, to live every day like it may be my last, and enjoying one moment at a time. From the bottom of my heart, thank you until we meet again.